Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Mr. Grow It. What up, boys? What's, hey, what's going uh, on, gentlemen? How you guys doing today? Good to see you guys. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling really well. Good. Another episode, another chance to talk something uh, passionate. Yeah, this is a good episode. This is a good topic this week. I know. I feel like dude. this is going to be one that a lot of people can use kind of in their own repertoire, something that they can refer to and something to work towards. What are we talking about today, Chris? Oh, you're asking me to introduce the topic? Usually it's <laughs> Rob. Wow, okay. I know, it's changed it up. Change it up, bro. Switch it up, all right. Chris, get um, your notes. Um, so I get this. Where's your notes, Chris? <laughs> Sorry. Me? So we get this question a lot. Um, it is really, how do you get into the industry here? And when we're talking about industry, we're talking about cannabis industry, 420 industry, whatever you want to call it. Uh, oftentimes I'll get people hit me up asking me, how do they get into it? Maybe they're working a regular nine-to-five job now that they hate. <laughs> And they, uh, they're really passionate about cannabis um, in a variety of different ways, whether it be the plant or consuming or whatever. But they don't really know how to get into the industry, right, and, and actually make money from it. So that's what we're going to really talk about today is different ways that you can potentially do that. So, Yeah, and, and you know, it's a lot easier than a lot of people think. It's like, well, i got to be like Rob and Mr. Grow Pigeons. It's like, yeah, I guess if you want to be a content creator, that's an avenue. But this is just one niche. You know, just one. That's all it comes down to is, is we happen to make content, which trust me, if you're thinking about getting started in it, mm, <laughs> watch a video, uh, YouTube right. versus uh, content creators here, because it's not the best. I will say that. But we never want to discourage anyone. No. Just know what you're getting yourself into. It's it's definitely harder than other things. You know, like I shout out to the homegirl, Jamie. She has a company that she partnered with a while back, uh, Sensi Magazine. It was Cannabis Connection. Now it's Sensi Connect. And it really opened my eyes going into some of these meetings and especially, you know, we're doing virtual ones with the old Rona around and seeing these people who are like, you know, average, you know, suit and tie type people that I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, Oh, I'm an attorney or uh, I'm an accountant or I do, um, you know, I'm a landscaping designer or this and that. I'm like, oh, what for cannabis though? I'm like, for Oh, cannabis. what, 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 what? And the niche specific side of things, I like niche better, but the niche specific side, there's riches in the niches. And you see somebody who's a jack of all trades, a master of none. It's like, well, I work with this person, that person, this person. When I did marketing and my main, you know, job, I guess, is entrepreneur still, but my main thing was just marketing for clients. I took on any business, any business that needed a website, that needed marketing, that needed this or that. And I'll tell you one thing is I was nowhere near as good as the competitor who was all they did is dealt with like auto companies or all they dealt with was real estate agents because for them they know exactly what that industry needs how to serve them and how to be the best for that client now if you're a cannabis specific attorney you're probably gonna know the laws pretty well you know you're probably gonna know all the details about it same if you're an accountant you're probably gonna know a little bit about how well we're gonna have to get this cash on the up and up we're gonna have to do this and or that like things you could claim and what you can't claim exactly and what can go towards your taxes and where do you write things off and absolutely exactly and so it's like how do you get how do you get in it though you just all of a sudden throw a fucking bot leaf on your name and all of a sudden now you're legit like that's it actually that's how you do it that's you, it surf surf twitter episodes uh, all over. you have to do is you have to just put a seed in the plant or in the ground and you're an expert it's as true. long as you got a blue check mark, you're good. No, yeah, uh, the reality is is that uh, a little facetious, but y there's no better time than now 
than to get into the cannabis industry. You know, I, I think we're fortunate enough that we kind of got into this position years ago. You know, where things were, we were we were before the the, the the legalization movement, if you will. Canada went legal 2018. I'd already been posting videos on the internet for three years before that. You know, so it's like I, I definitely had my foot in the door before, and I think we can say the same for for YouTube as well. But still plenty of opportunity for people that want to get into the industry now there's 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 um, massive gardens warehouses that are starting up there's grow stores that are starting up there's people that need trimmers hell there's cannabis university now you can go to college get a degree in cannabis and then somehow apply it to somewhere you know there will become a need for those courses but now more than ever would be a time to get into the industry because i can tell you having this as my nine to five was one one of the best decisions I ever made, and oh, uh, I, I, I would that. encourage other people to follow your passion, follow your dreams. If if whether you consume cannabis, whether you grow cannabis, whether you sell cannabis, there's Legally. there's a market, there's a market for you, right? So get into that, get into that. If you're a consumer, why not consider becoming a you know um, a, a canisseur or a, a tester of sorts, if you will? They're definitely needed. You know, they're definitely needed. You're growing. Might need a master grower. You know, there's tons of avenues to enter into in the industry. Yeah, so I remember when I... in Nevada, it's probably different for you. You're just popping in Nevada. It's our little small town boys. <laughs> it's like over here, we you know fucking jobs here in the industry. Nevada is probably a little different. I'd assume. Yeah. So when I first tried to get into it, right? So for those that don't know, I worked at Amazon.com for about eight years. Um, so corporate job, kind of started at the ground level, worked Bezos. my way up. Uh, was so stressed out there. I uh, definitely wanted to leave. And so I ended up leaving at the end of 2015. 2016 is when I got and knew I wanted to get into the cannabis industry. I'm like, it's legal. Like, how do I get into it? So one of the first things I did was I looked online, right? So looking online, trying to find out if there are any jobs locally. I think there are actually um, kind of like monster.com is like a job specific where people can post right. jobs. I think there's like Indeed. Indeed, There's yeah. ones for 420 jobs specifically. Um, so I kind of looked nice. there. It was kind of, it was weird. There's like a lot of writers that were needed. Um, there were local trimmers, which is kind of what I wanted, to, which we're kind of aiming towards right now is I ended up finding a, um, a training university, kind of a local training area where it would teach you how to trim. It would teach you uh, cooking. There's all these different courses you can take and they actually kind of set you up with job placement as well. So after you go through their course, now you're in the pool for job placement. And I think the number one job that kind of you could get out of there was trimming. So he briefly mentioned trimming. Here. Imagine that. <laughs> I got a job for trim. I got a job for someone too. Come on over. <laughs> so that's kind of like the ground level. I, I feel like is is you start out trimming. Um, so if you want to just kind of get your your feet wet in there, maybe go through a trimming course locally. Hopefully they have one in your area. Trimming course. Hopefully they do job placement or at least apply to all these different places for job placement. And then you kind of get in there as a trimmer. Maybe you're a packager, which is another kind of low level uh, job. And then potentially work your way up entry into level. management. Entry level. There you go. It's nicer. <laughs> Sorry. It's like cheap or affordable. You know what I'm saying? Like affordable <laughs> just feels better. Yeah. yeah. Economical. When you say, it's cheap. You're like, yeah. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Entry level no, jobs. Perfect, good call. Yeah. Perfect the, the, example. That's the way to kind of get in there to, to start, I, I think. And then kind of working your way up. So that's just one avenue. To kind of get in there, um, in, in my opinion, kind of my experience at least. It's a good well, it's comparable to like the, the bud tender, you know. So prime example, if you've been working retail for a long time, you have a great resume for that. If you've been growing your own bud and you've 
can show that if you've been documenting it, let's say, and you have decided to be that content creator, nine times out of 10, that's a better resume when you go in to show somebody than even that little training university for trimming. Cause you're like, dude, look at my bud. Like I, I've been doing this for years. I, I'm a home grower, cultivator. Like I'm really about it. Like commercial, I get you guys have your restrictions, but I'm growing that fucking dank boss. I got a buddy who just recently went from doing construction work to now he's trimming. It's, it's labor, you know, he's working mm -hmm. all fucking day. He's trimming hard, but it's not a skill set that he has on his resume, but then his Instagram, that happened to be his fucking resume when he's like, here's all there I've done. Is. And he might be mm -hmm. end up being in their uh, extraction area because they see how good he does extracts. So Well, that's no different. That's a portfolio. That's a portfolio. Exactly. That is your work in a collection for others to view. That's a portfolio. And whether it's your Instagram, whether it's your Facebook, whether it's a YouTube channel, you know, whether it's just pictures, you know, you've documented your grows, you've taken good pictures, you know, it's these are these this is the new resume, you know, because where else are you going to get this experience from? You can't, it, well, it, you know, more and more we're kind of hearing that, you know, um, as, as time goes on, you're going to have master growers go from one fit, outfit to another outfit and so on and so forth. But reality, the reality is, is that generally speaking, people won't have a resume in the cannabis industry. You know, um, it, it's going to require you to be creative with yourself. You know, what are you good at? What are some of your strengths? You know, what are your weaknesses? You, know, you got to know these things in order to become a better person and address them and then apply that to the cannabis industry. Um, like you, you, you kind of mentioned bud tender, you know, uh, selling, selling. If you are passionate about cannabis, what a better place to put yourself in than behind the counter of a bunch of wheat, you know? Um, it, these are the kind of people that I would like at my dispensary. Someone's passionate, someone who knows their shit, not just knows their shit, but is willing to share it and then listen to the consumer too, because the consumer's needs are important, very important. And just because you know something doesn't mean it's going to be best for them. And there are a ton of people oops, sorry, that are very passionate about it that I think would make Speedback, great Mike. bud tenders. And, uh, if you tip your bartender, you should be tipping your bud tender. Trey does every time. Trey will bring his old pre-rolls and give it to the fucking bud tender. I'm like, you dirty dog. You make yeah, it that fucking yeah. lot of Can't wait for job. him to come see me. Yeah. But it's cool, you know? Yeah. And so bud tender, um, what other roles are there? Delivery driver, right? So I have a mm -hmm. friend who's That's a delivery great. driver. That's another thing. If, you don't, if you're not really that people person type, uh, you know, and you want to be in the actual dispensary talking to people as a bud tender, you could be a delivery driver. I know people who have started out as bud tenders, worked their way up into dispensary managers, which are really mm -hmm. good, um, really good paying positions. And if they were a retail manager, you know, outside, it's a little bit easier to get into a dispensary manager position. It's kind of equal in a sense, or it relates a lot in a sense. Oh, um, yeah. Customer service is customer service. Exactly. And management because, is management. Yep. Yep. You know, that's what I'm saying. If your resume isn't unique with, with the stuff we're doing already, then what you're currently doing could really be applied to this industry. You got to think creative. outside the box. Be you know? creative. Think or be attractive, the... too, because hot chicks get a lot of jobs in this industry. You guys notice that? Yeah, me I too. mean, high times, fucking, you go to the Cannabis Cup, every other booth hey, has you know some what? hot chick who knows nothing Perfect. about the product. Perfect. These are people that are, are, are profiting off their assets and power As to them. Use your Bars. mind. Be creative, you know? Um, I, I got a face for radio, so it's all about the voice for me, you know, I'm you a voice use guy. it, use it. Right. So yeah, you use your assets, think outside the joint and, and, and try to make think yourself presentable. I like that. <clears throat> think outside <laughs> the bud. That's what we, 
Yeah, yeah, think outside the bun. Think I was gonna go with think outside the bun. Yeah, well, that's a good one. Think outside the the bud, right? Because uh, another thing was be packaging, right? And I know people have gone to the packaging side of things, and all they're selling is is jars or bags, right? That blew up mm. once it became legal, right? Containers. So, yeah. So um, I know somebody who does smell-proof bags. And actually, I met him right. at, um, which another thing I was going to talk about is, is networking. Um, you can either network mm-hmm. online by talking to different people online and kind of building up, um, you know, relationships there or networking in person. So there's actually an event that happens um, every month. I believe it's the first of the month every month called Culture and Cannabis in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, there's a bunch of vendors Jealous. that are there. And I met somebody who makes smell-proof bags. And really just by, you know, walking up to his booth, talking to him about his product and kind of introducing myself because, you know, he asked, you know, what do you do in the industry? And we had that conversation. We exchanged details. And that could lead something in the future. He actually wanted to – he was about to learn how to grow. So that kind of, you know, now I think he watches my videos and and so on and so forth. But actually getting to these events, um, you know, talking to these people that are in the booths, you know, even being open with them and saying, hey, I'm not in the industry now. I want to get into it. Any advice for me? Like having those conversations, networking, I think is a huge avenue. Man, I know. Huge. Yeah, I know um, when it comes to the cultivation facilities, I applied to a whole bunch of places for cultiva- cultivation facilities. I thought that's what I wanted to do and uh, never got any call back, even with my resume and, and, and so on and so forth. But it has to do with with networking. Uh, what okay. I was told after the fact was that you have to know somebody. Like, of course. Friends of friends yeah, of are the ones that are getting in because there's not many master growers out there, right? And, well, and that's, what, and that's kind of what I'm saying in terms of you, you need to be your, your biggest advocate too because the resume isn't there. We don't have institutions that are already formalized and people are like, yeah, I, I went to Harvard. I studied in Cannabis 404. I did a wonderful I was top of my class and now I'm looking for a career. No, typically a lot of these people are ex whatever. They're ex maybe military, ex construction, ex whatever and and they're just looking for another job and and they don't have that resume so it's yeah networking is huge because these companies are just going to pick people that they think are going to be the best fit for them and often enough it's people in their closest circle right so yeah. networking networking is huge get well, out there get your name out there you got get, to create man. a logo you know what i mean like be uh, a brand you, you are brand your brand yourself yeah yeah well and that's I the key that's thing great like, idea. you know we met each other via networking you know Mm-hmm. Essentially, I mean, just shooting the shit in comment sections, shooting, you know, shooting our shot yep. in a DM, like, yo, what up, dude? You want to fuck with me? And mm-hmm. now here we are. You know what I'm saying? Here we are. But like, it's a great thing on the networking side. Like I mentioned earlier with Sensi Connect, uh, you know, the homegirl Jamie was a great idea. It's like BNI, you know, and that's a thing I did for years. It's a business networking international, I believe, where we meet every single week. We kind of just go over what we do as a business owner or entrepreneur, whatever we do, and then share what we need in our business okay we're looking for clients in this space we're looking for um, a designer over here that can help with this and this and in that group that's your network they're able to usually help you out somebody's like hey i know this person i know this or that's what i do or i've got somebody who's interested in your kind of service here's their information same kind of concept except this is 420 specific so if you can get into something like that that's huge because you're going to be able to get your foot in the door so much faster just based on your where you're at and your personality more than even your skill set and your resume then you could build from that. So it's about, you know, your network is your net worth. It truly is. And if you could build out that network a lot more, 
you're going to have a lot larger, you know, opportunities in this industry because it's not easy Girl. doing it by yourself. Teamwork makes it that fucking not. dream work. It is not. And, and there's in this day and age, in 2021, there's no reason to do it by yourself. Hell no. There's so many people that, that have very similar mindsets or at least very similar passions. I found two of them with you guys. You know, I was on a, I was on a war path. Not a war path, but on a mission. You know, yeah, between you guys, it's like because it's like had I not found you guys, I'd still be on a on a foc- well focused, very narrow minded path of pigeons four twenty. You know, but allowing myself to network, find other creators that are very passionate about this as much as I am, that are that want to create, that want to give back more and more, made me to want to do the same thing more and more and more. And then look at this. Within we started in October, guys. November, December, January, March, April. We're six months in, and think of what we've already done. You know, so and we're not even we're not even half a year. We're just coming in half a year. You know, so it's like big things popping. Big big shit popping over here. Wait until this Rona's gone, man. That's where the networking begins. And and again, that's what sucks too. Is is let's say you want to get in this industry right now, but you're like, well, how do I do it? I'm a construction worker, or I. I do events like Trey, prime example, Trey is a culinary expert. He went to school for culinary. So he's doing these in-person events, usually elevated social. Shout out to the fucking killer chef. He's the best I know, hands down. But we can't link up like that. We can't have a dad bar. We can't do this and that. We're in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? And we've got our Corona cases go up and down and up and down. Either way, it's, it's not a good look, regardless of a person's opinion on it. And so he... It's tough. He had to pivot completely. So now he's just like a regular restaurant. He's a takeout guy. He's doing these takeout events. Profit margin actually is a little bit better on that. Had he not have gotten innovative and changed, he'd be screwed. So you got somebody who might be like, well, fuck, I want to get in this industry. But what I do, I can't do right now. You know, I, that's, I'm not that's able to do That's a horrible mindset. That. That's yeah. a horrible mindset. You got to change it. Yes, the homegirl Jamie is doing yes, all can. her events for Sensi Connect. They're doing them all online. And, and there's a more there's a higher turnout because you got the introverts who don't want to go anywhere. Right. right. Fuck it. I'm Don't here. even have to turn their camera on. Exactly. They hide behind that little symbol or just whatever. The, yeah, you know? just the face, you know. Yep, yep, yep. And and you, like I said at the top, it's like there is not a better time to get into the industry than right now. Co- corona aside, if you're not if you're not gro- like Corona has, was, you know, the best thing that happened to my business, believe it or not, yeah, because it allowed me too. to double down. They've it allowed essential. me to stay focused. I didn't have to work because, well, I was out of work. I was put out a job, and then because of that, I was, I was, I only had one thing to do, because that's all I had. And then now I, I was able to. I didn't have to return to work because of this. So this is the time. Find something you're passionate about. Double down on it. Whether it's you know, there's a lot of bloggers out there that just document their progress on the internet somewhere. Shout out to you guys. You guys would make great article. You know. Um, Writers, great writers, you know what I mean? You make great, great reviewers, you know, great reviewers of strains, of products, of, of methods and practices and, and, and challenges and mistakes. And use what you have already to your, to your benefit and exploit it. Exploit it. Well, and it's like when you're that person, how do you get out there? Fucking start and do it. Now. <laughs> And there are also some more difficult routes, right? So we, we talked about some that arguably, I guess, a little bit on the easier side. Some might say, oh, those are difficult to get into. But there are even more difficult routes, right? So one of them is is uh, launching a product, creating a product, right? That's going to entail a lot. So if you have an idea for a particular product, just know what it all consists of. I actually um, had planned to launch a product 
and there's just so much work to it that I ended up backing mm-hmm. out of it. Um, but really, you got to have to begin. You got to kind of have money to make money, right? So, say you want to say say you realize you need fifty thousand dollars to start, right? Because you need to buy the products to begin with, right? So, um, you know, do you have that in the bank, or do you need to get a loan out? If you need to get a loan out, well, it's a cannabis industry, so you're probably less chances of getting a loan, or it'd be a higher interest rate. So you've got those type of challenges. You've got challenges if you're creating a product. Well, now you need to link up with a manufacturer. Um, you need to have, you know, AutoCAD drawings potentially. Um, you know, that's going to cost money. Now, uh, a manufacturer could talk with you about it. If you don't have it patented, then they could steal your idea, right? So you got to get it patented oh, yeah. before you actually go through all the other stuff. So it can be jumping through hoops for sure. But, um, you know, launching a product is definitely something that is possible. It's something that's out there. I, I don't really recommend it unless you've got well, the capital and, and you've got the idea and you have the connections to do those auto and determination and stuff like that. but um but it, that is an avenue and i figure that's worthy of, of talking about yep absolutely and good products will speak for themselves you know um with the amount of time effort and energy you put into bringing a market to or a product to market um it could totally be worth it it could totally be worth it, you know, struggles ahead. But, yeah, absolutely. If you're an inventor, that's de- that, I believe we've got an episode to come of things that we want to see in the cannabis industry. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. you know, there are there are there are some items out there that either are to be invented, need to be invented or should be invented. Um, yeah, that, that's a good point. Products products are a must. Again, it's very early um, industry here. And a lot of us are still using, you know makeshift equipment that we created on our own we're using equipment that was designed for other purposes you know and and yeah yeah def products are definitely a good idea well and like you look at things like uh like i said earlier you need to know the basics first be an inventor first know the right. basics of creating a fucking product first don't say i've never created a product i've never been an entrepreneur i've never ran a business but i'm gonna start one in the toughest one because it really is, because you can't do the normal things you could in a regular business when it comes down to the financial side of things, when it comes down to marketing or advertising, branding, how you're going to promote it, distribution in general. Totally different. I mean, restrictions even, too, on, on where the product is going to be placed. you got California that, and Colorado even, depending on what you have in the product, if you want to be, you know, with your Mac sauce and be proprietary, ain't going to fly there. You know, cannabis is very different, and I think that's where if you don't have the knowledge first for product development or or business in general that may be a that's a big one to jump into i'm glad you saved that towards the the end side here because i was going to mention that you know being an inventor in this industry you're almost better off to partner with a company that already does licensing or things like that because it's just a lot harder to get into it and to explode other than maybe selling direct and eating up that shipping costs and having it coming out of your fucking garage and working with some influencers because i know companies have been doing that and it's been working okay but they still have a regular nine to five they might eventually transition out of it, but man, my anxiety level alone right now is too high. I could not add that shit to it. I'd be done. Done. 29 with a heart attack. I'm not smart enough for that. I'll leave no. that for someone else. Yeah. I, I think another one that's that's difficult um, to get into, and, and we touched upon it in the beginning, and I, I think the people listening are going to want to hear a little bit deeper, uh, which is becoming a content creator or a YouTuber, right? Um, some people might be watching this and they're like, oh, I want to kind of, I want to do what they do. You know, I want to create videos on it. Uh, I consider this one of the more difficult routes to go when you're trying to get into the, the cannabis industry, right? So you're not going to get paid by YouTube, right? And whenever you show a plant, you get no ad revenue. So you're, 
that whole monetization showing ads and stuff like that that doesn't exist when you're making gardening videos now you can do a talk show video like uh, a talk show like I have right on my second channel is monetized I'm fortunate enough to talk about all types of plants including medicinal of course so you're to, smart man that's uh, why I'm able to monetize there but you know people want to see the plants people want to know how, how it grows um it's definitely difficult on that avenue now you can go after sponsors uh that's an avenue but you need to have a following in order to get to sponsors um you can get affiliates however you know if you you don't really have the audience and you're promoting these products to go through an affiliate program which is would you get paid off of sales that happen um well then you don't get any money if you don't make any sales so if you are going to get into this side of things, you know, content creation or whatever you want to call it, um, expect to make no money for at least six you months. Have a regular job. You know, if not hobby. more. It, it has to be a hobby. You're working for free for a very, very long time until you build up that audience. Yeah, passion, if man. you build up mm-hmm. that audience. Uh, can't speak. If audience. you build up yep, that audience. Good. It's taken me five fucking it, years to, to say that this is really a business. Now I've been an entrepreneur for about seven years. So I was doing marketing stuff for clients. I haven't had a regular nine to five in a while. I've been blessed, but I've been stressed the whole fucking time. And doing this was a big leap where it, it could have tarnished my business where we talked about breaking the stigma where it was like, fuck, should I do this? Is this all in? Because I'm not making that money, you know? So that's why my face wasn't on there for a while. And that's why you just saw the business chest. You know, I think people underestimate the amount of effort that it does taken in in your life to be able to create content for one and then put it out there too and then be able to get views and attraction three and then four fucking monetize it it's not it's a hobby it truly is and 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 this is a i i had an interview earlier or or earlier in the month last month that uh that i I had a discussion with a uh with a with a with a marketer or with a with a Essentially, I had a conversation that focused on the influence and uh, of cannabis, and and I made the comment of if you if you see somebody in the cannabis industry at the forefront, if you see a face in the cannabis industry, that it would, that, that recognition was not handed to them. You know, the the misnomer that we just smoke weed and get paid for it, although that yeah. sounds so beautiful, like it sounds good, and I like to say it, but the reality is is that no one's no one's paying you to smoke weed. There, there is nobody out there paying you to smoke weed. You, you have to bring something to the table, and it, that's the only way. So it, it doesn't matter who you look at in the cannabis game, whether it's the big actors, the movers and shakers, the tokers, the enjoyers, the growers, the influencer, the marketer, the networker, the, the, the tender, you know, the, the professor. <clears throat> they got there because of sweat, tears, hard work, and determination. <clears throat> there, is no, there is no other way to get through this industry without that notoriety and the only way to do that is to build it upon yourself um so yeah it, it is a very difficult avenue to take in terms of becoming an influencer and i hate the i hate the word the influencer content creator is a better way to I put like it that one. It's more sexy. um because because yeah i'm i started creating content on youtube in 2016 2015 but i didn't i was not able i, I did not make money until like last year you know, a year, maybe two, maybe two years ago, but I was able to quit my job five months ago, six months ago, because of the work that I had put in for the last five years before that. You know, so I, and 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 let's be clear though, I think we would be doing a disservice to our audience 
and to the people in general, we didn't tell you to not chase your dreams. If you have a passion to create content and to be sitting in a chair like this, do not ever let the words of anyone discourage you because this industry is full of discouragement. This industry is full of people that will tell you that you can't do it and how they've done it better. Don't listen. Stay focused, stay determined, and know that no matter what, you can get your shit done if you just put your nose to the grindstone. That's why I fuck with you, P. It's motivation. And I think that, that really summarizes it, and I think that take that one right there and repeat that fucking end clip. Bring that fucking shit back, DJ, because I'm telling you, that's what people need to hear, man. Push it, push it, push it. I've had nothing but doubters my whole life. I still have doubters, mm-hmm. and I make more money than them. It's like a suck a dick. Hey! hey. <laughs> I'd love to know in the said. comment section yeah. who is just getting into the cannabis industry and, and maybe you're in the industry. And, uh, you know, what advice would you have for people? Um, you know, I don't think we covered everything that needs to be covered. Uh, but uh, there's got to be some people out there that are in the industry or getting into the industry that have some tips or advice that they can share with others. So I'd love to see it down in the and comment section below. Please feel free to network in the comments below. You know, don't flaunt. Ethically, don't, don't flaunt. And, be yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Weirdo absolutely meet people in the comments because you're going to see scroll through and see who's in the industry we have a lot of people viewing from the very similar areas from canada and in the u.s get together see what can see what can be done because you know this is a great spot for like-minded people to hang out absolutely and if you're listening to this video fucking yeah of course like it in your mind if you're watching it you should have already liked it i know we get you too stoned but please do us a favor smash that like button helps your fellow smoker or grower check it out And as always, it's your boy Rob from CLTV, Pigeons420, and Mr. Grow It. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.